This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. It's Friday the 13th, and the fraudulent president-elect and Democrat governors are busy renewing China virus lockdowns. Strangely enough, the original lockdowns last March also took place on Friday the 13th. We'll look at the ever-growing evidence of industrial-scale election fraud. And Trump supporters are mobilizing to the nation's capital for a million MAGA march. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. Thank you again for tuning in to Right Now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Parler and Rumble at Right Now Jim Dawes. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Right Now Jim Dawes too. For now, you can shoot me an email at Right Now Jim Dawes at gmail dot com, <clears throat> or you can call or text the vent line and leave your rants at seven seven two two four five zero seven fifty. Well, it's Freddy Krueger Day. And in our nation's capital and in state houses across this country, Democrat governors are busy engineering another lockdown to try to throw this economy in crisis again. They can uh, shovel out trillions of dollars with a new stimulus bill. They can uh, put provisions in there to nationalize their ballot harvesting schemes nationwide and this is a very dire and dangerous time for our, our, our nation. Tomorrow, uh, there is going to be uh, what is expected to be a huge Trump rally right there in the nation's capital, a million MAGA march. And uh, the New York Times overnight was calling in counter-protesters, uh, saying, you know, giving them all of the intelligence that they need to, uh, to try to show up and disrupt the event. Uh, I think it would be prudent for uh, the mayor of D.C., and if not the mayor of D.C., the president himself, to go ahead and call out the National Guard now to prevent um, widespread violence. So I went to bed last night. The New York Times headline, uh, the top headline on the front page was that this was the most secure election in U.S. history. And I, uh, I came to the microphone this morning ready to talk about that, and I went to the New York Times page, and lo and behold, they had taken down that headline. I, I think that that was even too Orwellian for the New York Times because it's quite clear that uh, election fraud took place on a massive, systemic, industrial scale in this election. And by this morning, the Times had changed that headline to election officials directly contradict Trump on voting system fraud. Well, surprise, surprise, the election officials in these Democrat states that engineered this fraud are directly contradicting Trump when he points it out. Blow me down. You know, I, 
I've I've been saying for a long time that the New York Times and the Washington Post set the narrative for the Democrat uh, Party. They were the Democrat industrial complex and that they were the mouthpiece for the Democrat National Committee. I'm starting to suspect that maybe I was wrong about that. I think it may be the other way around. I think the, the New York Times and the Washington Post may be the mouthpiece for the the new world order, the globalists uh, that are, are driving all of these events you see, and that the New York Times is their mouthpiece and that the Democrat Party is taking their marching orders from the Times and the Post uh, because they seem to be um, the ones that are are really calling the narrative. If, if, uh, if there's an issue coming up where the, the globalist elite uh, – you know, have vested interests. You'll see headlines in the Times and the Post like uh, how to stop Trump or Donald Trump is trying to um, bring manufacturing jobs back and and uh, reinstitute tariffs. Here's what can be done about it. And then uh, the Democrats will mobilize following that, uh, that exact uh, game plan. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's pretty clear now that uh, this, this election was stolen using the, the mail-in ballots and all of the stresses that that put on the election system in order to hide their fraud. If you go over to uh, American Thinker, there's a, uh, a column today by Andrea Weidberg, who is uh, fantastic. If you want to see the, the best commentary from the nationalist and right side of the political spectrum you can't beat the american thinker and she uh she's pointing out uh, a guide to understanding all of this voter fraud and she lists each of the elements that the democrats were able to assemble to uh to try to steal this vote one that's been in place for a long time is this motor voter registration it is designed to, uh, to turn people uh, who are not eligible to vote or not interested to vote into voters. And uh, in California, Illinois, and New York, they register people to vote in places where they also issue driver's licenses to illegal aliens, and you have to opt out and admit that you're an illegal alien when you're registering um, for a driver's license in order not to receive a ballot in these mass mail-outs. The Democrats have also steadfastly resisted any efforts to clean up the voter registration rolls and created millions of voters that are either dead or relocated or changed their names and re-registered in their new names. The biggest element of the Democrats' uh, vote uh, election fraud engineering are banning ID requirements at polling places. Every place that Republicans have had, had to tried to institute voter ID, the Democrats have rushed in with lawsuits saying that that's voter suppression, that, that minorities just can't get their hands on a free state issued voter ID or ID. It's not specifically for voting, but, uh, that, is the most critical part of it. 
Never mind the fact that you have to show your ID to buy beer or fly on a plane or get a job or any other thing. They think that people ought to be allowed to vote without having to identify themselves. Most recently, you've seen these Democrat governors in, in these key battleground states ban polling workers from comparing signatures on uh, ballot sign-up sheets or mail-in voting envelopes. And if they, were, uh, if they failed to ban um, signature matching, then they instituted signature matching that was completely worthless. In Nevada, they, they gave the signature matching function over to machines, and they calibrated those machines so low that almost no uh, mail-in votes signatures were rejected. Another key thing that they do is they do same-day registration. And that apparently took a big part in, uh, in what happened in Michigan and Wisconsin. You had people coming in on the same day registering to vote and then casting a vote. Now, you've got a long line at these, uh, these voting sites, and these uh, poll workers are expected to uh, take a registration, evaluate it, and, uh, and then inevitably approve it on something as flimsy as a utility bill that can be easily um, falsified. And they don't keep a copy of that utility bill so anybody can ever check it out later on. Voting by mail is, uh, is the, the key to this election, and the Democrats in all of these battleground states where they have Democrat governors and Republican legislators, the Democrat governors overrode the, overrode the legislature and just papered the whole state with these mail-in ballots. I would be very interested to see if uh, some of these other uh, vote fraud schemes didn't actually result in these Democrat governors winning their elections as well. And then, of course, you've got the, the ballot harvesting where they send out their activists in swarms to chase down these fraudulent ballots, fill them out, don't have to have a matching signature, don't have to have a postmark in many states, and then dump them into the election system. And, of course, another key part of this is they have their, their partisan judges in place to extend voting deadlines, to weaken the protections, to deny any lawsuits that, uh, that may stand in the way. All of these initiatives, these schemes, make vote fraud easier, election fraud easier. We've got people using other people's ballots, postal workers backdating mail-in ballots. We've got proof of that. Insiders collecting and completing these, these fraudulent ballots on an industrial scale, they uh, they've got the election workers uh, seated with their their uh, activists, and they can repeatedly feed the same ballots into the same voting machines again and again, and throw away Trump votes. If a ballot is incomplete and doesn't meet the standards, well, they can just cure that. They can cure it on site, and we've got videotape of that. They can, of course, approve same-day registrations even if they don't meet 
even the flimsiest standards in these blue states. And of course, one of the key things they do is they destroy the mail-in ballot envelopes to make it impossible to, uh, to collect the evidence of the election fraud afterwards. This is, uh, this is how the Democrats took charge in California and Washington and Oregon. They've got these, these schemes in place in New York and Illinois. But Andrea Weidberg ar- argues that uh, where they fell down on this, this election scheme is they, uh, they went in and rigged the, the election machines. I believe, and until somebody convinces me otherwise, I will continue to believe that Donald Trump won a massive landslide in this election. The, the, the scale of the steel that they had to put together required them to go in with these computers and start switching votes. And, uh, and Andrea Wahlberg also argues in another column that that's exactly what they did. These Dominion software programs um, went in in real time and deleted 2.7 million votes from Donald Trump in these battleground states. No, that was nationwide, excuse me. Switched them or deleted them and then switched 221,000 votes in Pennsylvania from Trump to Biden. States are using these Dominion systems, according to the president, to switch 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. That's the, that's the net. When you take votes from one person and you give them to the, to the other, that 200 and... Um, something thousand votes results in a 435,000 vote swing. Um, Sydney Powell is, is no wild eyed activist, but she went on, um, uh, 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 Oh, damn it. Maria Bartiromo show and, uh, outlined how she sees this was achieved. Trump's legal team in contesting this election. Sydney, we talked about the Dominion software. I know that there were voting irregularities. Tell me about that. That's to put it mildly. The computer glitches could not and should not have happened in at, at all. Those, that is where the fraud took place, where they were flipping votes in the computer system or adding votes that did not exist. We need an audit of all of the computer systems that uh, played any role in this fraud whatsoever. And, you know, Joe Biden had it right. He said that he had the biggest voter fraud organization ever and he didn't need people's votes now. He would need people later. They had this all planned, Maria. They had the algorithms. They had the paper ballots waiting to be inserted if and when needed. And notably, President Trump's vote in the blue states went up enormously. That's when they had to stop the vote count and go in and replace votes for Biden and take away Trump votes. I've never seen voting machines stop in the middle of an election. Stop. Well, she hasn't seen that. She hasn't uh, been paying attention in these, these uh, blue states. Uh, that is a standard operating procedure. When you're behind and you have to figure out how to catch up, you stop the voting. 
You send the uh, observers out of the room, and then boxes and boxes of ballots, pallets of ballots, come rolling in the back door. But if the uh, computer analysts are right and the people that are looking at these numbers, the, the steel will be in evidence uh, in these vote machines. I think they went in uh, the deploying the uh, software systems was plan B. Plan A was just to flood so many illegal ballots into the system that they could prevail. But I think Donald Trump's margin of victory required that they shut down the voting, go ahead and, uh, and have the dominion software do its magic. And then by the next morning, uh, they ran the lead. We're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Mojo Five O. So the the uh, the Democrats and their media mouthpieces are sort of um, uh, anxious that Donald Trump hasn't given out more public statements. Uh, they're they're wondering where he is. Why is why hasn't he come out and made a public speech on regard to this? I can tell you the answer to that. He's getting all his ducks in a row. Uh, so that when he says something, he'll have the evidence behind him. So I, I would be expecting that pretty shortly. I would not be surprised if the president uh, took to TV tomorrow during the Million MAGA March to address his supporters in the street. I hope he calls for peace and calm, but of course, Antifa and Black Lives Matter are going to be there, so uh, that there's, there's little chance of that. But I do believe the president is working behind the scenes to fight this. I don't believe these narratives that you're hearing in the mainstream media that he is um, uh, dispirited and that is accepting his inevitable defeat in this. And anybody who's watched Trump for the last four years or hell over his whole uh, career knows that this is a guy that does not give up easily. So I'm going to play for you now a, a, a speech that Trump gave during the graduation at, the, um, at West Point, and you tell me if you expect this guy to give up. Years from now, some of them may look back and ask themselves whether they've made the right choice, whether they've made the most of the opportunities they've been given. Together, we have the same mission. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. You will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve and that are not always warranted. But you have 
to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. Never, ever, ever give up. Don't give in, don't back down, and never stop doing what you know is right. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. And the more righteous your fight, the more opposition that you will face. In your hearts are inscribed the values of service, sacrifice, and devotion. Now you must go forth into the world and turn your hopes and dreams into action. America has always been the land of dreams because America is a nation of true believers. When the pilgrims landed at Plymouth, they prayed. When the founders wrote the Declaration of Independence, they invoked our Creator four times. Because in America, we don't worship government, we worship God. It is why our currency proudly declares, in God we trust. And it's why we proudly proclaim that we are one nation under God. The story of America is the story of an adventure that began with deep faith, big dreams, and humble beginnings. The next generation of American leaders never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, never quit. Never stop fighting for what you believe in and for the people who care about you. Carry yourself with dignity and pride. Demand the best from yourself. The more people tell you it's not possible, that it can't be done, the more you should be absolutely determined to prove them wrong. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. You must keep pushing forward. And always have the courage to be yourself. America is better when people put their faith into action. Pray to God and follow his teachings. Today, each of you begins a new chapter as well. When your story goes from here, it will be defined by your vision, your perseverance, and your grit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. As long as you have pride in your beliefs, courage in your convictions, and faith in God, then you will not fail. As long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come.
I ain't no ways tired. <laughs> Are you? I'm not. I intend to fight this out. If they steal this election, it'll be uh, the biggest mistake they ever made. we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the new lockdown regime that they're trying to push on us. We'll take a look at the, uh, the state of the steel and the most glaring evidence of this election fraud. And we'll, we'll explore what's going to happen in Georgia and whether or not that will be the last stand for the MAGA resistance right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, Chuck and Nancy were at the podium yesterday. They're all very excited that Joe Biden is going to be our new president. We can get back to the gravy train. We can get back to our globalist schemes. We can get back to our steady march toward Marxism in this country. And uh, according to Chuck and Nancy, this is over with. Any investigations are illegitimate. We have to accept our fate and move on. And sadly enough, some of the Republican swamp creatures have, uh, have taken up this line as well. Here's Chuck Schumer trying to convince you that Joe Biden won a, uh, a convincing mandate for these left-wing policies. When it comes to the election, Republicans, congressional Republicans, don't have the evidence. They don't have the proof. They don't have anything. Neither does the president. Cong- congressional Republicans are deliberately casting doubt on our elections for no other reason but fear of Donald Trump. These Republicans are all auditioning for profiles and cowardice. So this morning, I have a very simple message for Senate Republicans. The election is over. It wasn't close. President Trump lost. Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Kamala Harris will be the next vice president of the United States. Senate Republicans, stop denying reality. Well, Chuck Schumer says we ought to stop denying reality that Joe Biden 
won a convincing victory despite the fact that he was so far behind in these battleground states until they stopped the vote, uh, stopped the counting. There's nothing to see here. You got to move on. You got to accept this. And Joe Biden has all of the moneyed establishment behind him. So you can bet the pressure on these uh, Senate Republicans is great because they require, they count on the same uh, feeding from the same special interest money trough as the Democrats do. So in the coming days, you know, we're going to have to start ignoring a lot of these um, weak need spineless Senate Republicans and move forward with this effort to, to stop this deal because they are, uh, they're going to uh, start looking out for themselves as is their, uh, their natural inclination and uh, with an eye toward the next election. And uh, they're going to have their money people on the phone with them saying, you need to just go ahead and accept this. We need to do this for the good of the democracy. I know, I know that you've got mountains of evidence of election fraud, but we have to, we can't delegitimize our democracy as if pointing out the Democrats voter fraud is the, the, the delegitimization, not the actual election fraud that the Democrats engaged in. Remember when uh, Chris Wallace thought that it was going to be a, uh, a huge Trump victory and that uh, the Democrats were going to need time to, uh, to come up with all of these votes to overcome his, his victory? He asked both candidates at that first debate, do you promise not to declare victory until certification? He asked Trump that first, of course, because the, the big freakout in Washington was Donald Trump was going to win, and before the Democrats could mobilize to overturn his victory, that he would declare victory. Joe Biden uh, was asked the same question, sort of pro forma, you know, to make it make it look good. And Biden promised to do the same. Vice President Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted? And will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified? Yes. And here's the deal. We count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until Election Day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. Well, it's going to take time to do it. Question for you. He was uh, immediately declaring victory two days after the election, before any certifications, weeks away from any certification. So, you know, it's heads I win, tails you lose, according to uh, the Democrats. Joel Pollack over at Breitbart had a, a, a great column all included in the show notes that asked a very interesting question. Why all of the sudden did the rejection rate on these vote-by-mail ballots dropped to almost zero in the previous uh, primaries that were conducted under these terms in New York and other states. They had uh, rejection rates approaching 20%. But on presidential election day, the rejection rate was close to zero. It was 0.01%. Why did that happen? How did that happen? One of the ways it happened is uh, the, the Democrats, the governors in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina stepped in and instituted their own rules overriding the legislatures. 
They removed the requirements for signature matching, uh, for a witness to sign, for postmark requirements. They extended deadlines. They lowered the standards. And lo and behold, all of the vote-harvested ballots counted. You know, the Republicans were warning, uh, that, and the president was warning that this was going to be a fraudulent election months and months ago. And he wasn't alone in that. Uh, back in 2000, they, they instituted a, a commission to try to figure out how Al Gore lost the election. And even Jimmy Carter, a Democrat, said that uh, the uh, mail-in ballots were the uh, biggest weakness susceptible to voter fraud. There's no way in hell that uh, you only had 0.01% of these ballots uh, that were uh, that should have been uh, rejected. I also want to point out this, uh, this clip I played yesterday from Steve Cortez about these Biden-only ballots. There were tens of thousands of them, probably hundreds of thousands of them, where people only voted for Biden. And lo and behold, these Biden-only ballots are the ones that emerged after these states stopped their counting. Now, why would that be? Could it be because if you're trying to generate more ballots than you thought you would need, you don't have time to fill out the rest of the ballot. You got to get um, rooms together of people just filling in that one uh, race so that you can hurry up and get them to the counting centers. I'm, I'm going to play this, um, this clip from Steve Cortez again. More data on the statistical case against Biden, the statistical improbability of the Biden win and the serious numerical, not my opinion, numerical anomalies that demand more investigation. Point number three, Biden only ballots, meaning people who voted for Joe Biden, but then did not vote down ticket, even in places that had hotly contested races, for example, Georgia. But first, let's look nationally, 450,000 Biden only tickets. 450. 50,000 people Biden only tickets. They only voted in the presidential election. They didn't care who was the Senator. They didn't care who was their representative. They didn't even care who was their mayor or their state rep. They just voted Biden 450,000 of them did that. And I'll bet you, if you break that down even further, that that 450,000 is, uh, is concentrated largely in Pennsylvania Michigan and Wisconsin. That is by ballots. That is very, very suspicious. Let's look at the state of Georgia, the difference, president versus Senate. There are two Senate races going on in Georgia, so a lot of interest there. Trump, this is the differential, Trump versus the combined Republican Senate vote. The differential was only 818 votes, absolutely minimal considering he got 2.4 million votes in total in Georgia. In other words, almost everyone who voted for Trump also voted down ticket, voted for the senators. Biden, though, a 95,000 vote differential. There were almost 96,000 people in Georgia, allegedly, who voted Biden only and then did not vote for Senate. That seems far too wide to be believable. And again, the statistical case, the circumstantial case, demands more investigation. Well, that is circumstantial evidence. Uh, New York Times and the Democrats would have you believe that there's no evidence of voter fraud. 
but you've got 95,000 ballots in Georgia that are Biden-only ballots that uh, amounted to way more than his margin of victory compared to only 818 for Trump. That, that is, that's not uh, suspicious. That's not an anomaly. That is proof of voter fraud right there. There is no way that you could have a statistical contrast like that if it were not the result of fraud. Even the uh, former, now actually the sitting chair of the Federal Elections Commission is pointing out that uh, this election is illegitimate. On this election. I do believe that there's voter fraud taking place in these places. Otherwise, they would allow the observers to go in. When you have claims of, you know, 10,000 people who don't live in the state of Nevada uh, having voted in Nevada, you have the video showing where people are, you know, they're either they're either duplicating a, a spoiled ballot right there or they're uh, in the process of just marking a ballot that came in blank. Uh, for a voter. Uh, that's a process that needs to be observed by election observers. State law allows those observers to be in there. Uh, and if they're not, then the law is not being followed, making this uh, an illegitimate election. It is an illegitimate election. That was the title of yesterday's show. Uh, I think I'm going to update my uh, definition there. This is an illicit election. Illegitimate can imply that it was, uh, you know, mistakes or uh, errors or, you know, something systemically wrong. No, this was illicit. What happened here was a coordinated effort by the Democrat Party and their, uh, their activists. I'm always amazed, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, oh, the Democrats wouldn't engage in voter fraud. The same people that were burning down our cities, looting stores, assaulting people on political grounds, shooting and in many cases, killing police officers all summer long are now wanting us to believe, well, they would never engage in voter fraud. How dare you? How dare you suspect such a thing? Samantha Power, one of the key architects of the Russia hoax, who was responsible for unmasking uh, hundreds of uh, conversations of Trump campaign officials and then went on PBS and lied about it. I also went on one of the Sunday shows. I think it was with, uh, Chuck Toddley up Chuck Toddley lied about it, got caught. She tweeted out last night. Our democracy is in deep, deep peril. If a significant number of Americans are only prepared to see election results as legitimate, if their preferred candidate wins really, <laughs> I mean, you can find uh, uh, these these types of tweets from a lot of uh, former Obama Biden administration officials that we can't delegitimize elections. That people have to accept this. These are the same people that spent the last four years working to delegitimize Trump's victory. We're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Carry out the law, appoint officials, pardon, make treaties, veto, conduct war, be the commander-in-chief. How long has it been since y'all heard the truth? This is all that our president is supposed to do. He ain't supposed to lead social change in the country. He kind of like a CEO straight making us money in a country that is full of neglect. In a country that he vowed to protect. So let's all stand up for the red, white, and blue. If there's some hate in this country, then that's on me and you. That's why I'm singing this song in a red MAGA hoodie. And on the back it says we'll do it again in 2020. Cause we're taking America, making it great again. Yeah, we're taking America, making it great again. Y'all can try and tear us down, but we're gonna stand up. Keep it real, let you know what's up. I voted for a man named Donald J. Trump. When they're playing the anthem, I stand up I know that half of America will too And we ain't scared of no Kim Jong-un And if you voted for Hillary, that's cool Ain't nobody here gonna hate on you I just wanna keep my freedom, keep the kids in church And I love it when our leader lets us know that it's America first Put your hands up yeah, Get that son of a bitch For Donald J. Trump Everybody stand up Stand up for Donald J. Trump. Separate the church and the state. And God we trust is on our money. And they can't take that away. Wait, they try and take our guns. Took prayer out of school. I take it back. One day they'll probably come for that too. Knowing Trump ain't perfect. I know he's made some mistakes. Like how he goes off on people on his Twitter page. But if you believe that all of this change is the worst. And you love where you're from. Then put America first. Because he saved our economy and he's helping us win. If you believe in the different, you're watching CNN. Cause we're taking America, making a great again. Yeah, we're taking America, making a great again. Y'all can try and tear us down, but we're gonna stand up. Keep it real, let you know what's up. I voted for a man named Donald J. Trump. Cause when they're playing the anthem, I stand And that is James McCoy Taylor. You can find him on. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, Jim. You can find him on YouTube at. Uh, FN shooter. That's FN shooter. So the Democrats are busy instituting their lockdowns again. Um, you know, they, they see an increase in cases. We have cases here. Look at our cases. These cases are almost entirely based on people that show no symptoms whatsoever. They're just uh, positive test results. 
They whip up a bunch of frenzy. If anybody gets a, a sniffle, they run in and get a test. And lo and behold, these, uh, these tests come back positive. I'm kind of wondering if the test results aren't being manipulated as well. We know that the tests are being manufactured by Big Pharma, and Big Pharma is, uh, is determined to defeat this president. They were on TV with hundreds of millions of dollars in advertising trying to defeat the president because he is planning on making uh, Americans pay the same cost for uh, medicines as foreign countries do. We spend the money largely through taxpayer dollars in research and development for these drugs. We ship them all over the world, and foreign countries pay very low prices, and the American taxpayer that developed the drug gets to take it in the shorts. So what are the odds that these pharmaceutical companies could tweak the criteria on which these tests are judged? Elon Musk tweeted out something extremely bogus going on was tested for COVID four times today. Two tests came back negative. Two tests came back positive. Same machine, same test, same nurse. Well, if you've got a a test with a 50% error rate, that is a worthless test. These were the rapid antigen tests. So can the test be manipulated? Can the, uh, the criteria on what, constitutes a positive test be manipulated i don't have any evidence of that but i think it's a question worth answering because it seems like these uh these positive tests spike at very strategic times for the democrats to use these lockdowns to uh to punish the economy Well, they're, uh, they're saying we have to move on to the elections in, in Georgia. Forget about the presidential election. We've got to focus on holding the Senate. And, yes, we do have to focus on holding the Senate. And uh, you can bet that um, a lot of the people that were donating hundreds of millions of dollars to get Biden elected are also going to be donating hundreds of millions of dollars to defeat John Ossoff and uh, and Reverend Warnock down there in Georgia to keep Joe Biden from um, from being able to implement his his plans to destroy our energy sector and uh, and these uh, these tax cuts that have brought jobs back to America. Overnight, we have learned that John Ossoff has financial ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, through a Hong Hong Kong media outlet that is um, pro-communist. He's been compensated by this Hong Kong media conglomerate. And uh, Ossoff, whose role as CEO of a London-based producer of investigative documentaries, has drawn scrutiny over the years, reported in his amended financial statement that he received 
Thousands of dollars from PCCW Media Limited over the last couple of years. He previously failed to disclose that. So the largest telecom agency in Hong Kong, run by a fellow named Richard Lai, interesting name. He's the son of one of Hong Kong's richest men and serves as counselor for the Center for Strategic and International Studies in D.C., Lai has spoken out against Hong Kong independence and against pro-democracy protests and has been in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. So, so now we know that John Ossoff is taking money from uh, Communist Party advocates in media, and we know that his, uh, his uh, butt buddy on the ticket, Reverend Warnock, is a big supporter of, uh, was a big supporter of Fidel Castro. i got a clip here someplace if I can find it. Here is Warnock's church in, in Harlem. He is apparently a carpetbagger to Georgia and used to be uh, the pastor at churches in, uh, in Baltimore and Harlem. Here he is hosting a, uh, an event for uh, El Comandante. Brothers and sisters, comrades and friends, I give to you the hero of the struggle of people throughout the world, Comandante Fidel Castro. And the crowd goes wild. This is at the Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem. It's hard to believe that you can bring a communist dictator anywhere in this country, much less right there in New York, and receive this kind of welcome. They were falling out of the rafters welcoming Fidel Castro at the Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem. So don't tell me that there is not a deep seed of communism inside the Democrat Party. Abyssinian Baptist Church is, uh, is a mandatory stop for Democrats in, uh, in New York elections or in nationwide elections. We're going to have more and more on this Senate race in Georgia as the, the days go past, but I want to keep focusing on what's going on uh, with the presidential election. De Blasio and, uh, and uh, the, uh, the Whitmer, the mayor of uh, Michigan and uh, and Andrew Cuomo and other Democrat mayors mayors are locking down, telling you that you're not allowed to have Thanksgiving celebrations. Maybe if you behave yourself, we'll be able to do Christmas. And this comes uh, just ahead of the scheduled Million MAGA march. And then here come the lockdowns on Friday the thirteenth. I don't think anything's a coincidence when it comes to politics. Dinesh D'Souza was commenting on this enemies list that the Democrats are putting together. I want to say to anybody that's putting together one of these enemies list against Donald Trump that make sure you put me on that list. I, I definitely want to be represented on that honor roll of patriots. Here's what Dinesh D'Souza had to say. Movement 
in the democratic left to target and punish people who have worked for Trump or support Trump. And this movement it seems to be gathering steam and it has gone unchallenged, uh, unchecked, unrepudiated by the leadership of the Democratic Party. The idea here is to identify name and then try to prevent people who have been associated with Trump from getting jobs. So this goes beyond even digital censorship. It actually affects future employment. Here's Jake Tapper of CNN who feigns a kind of compassion at the outset. This is sort of the introductory pose. And then he gets right to the heart of the matter. If you challenge the election results, if you think something suspicious is going on, you might want to worry about what future employers are going to do to you. In other words, you may be unemployable. That's where he's going with this. And then there's something called the Trump Accountability Project. This is a systematization of all this, an attempt to produce a list. They have a list. And they boast about having a list. Uh, AOC, let's make a list of all the bad guys so we can make sure that they're held accountable, i.e. they're punished by future employers. And the Trump accountability list includes people like Amy Coney Barrett. They want to go after sitting judges. So this shows the mentality of these guys. Um, now, it's not our mentality. This is really the illuminating difference between the two sides. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure it's, our, it's not our mentality anymore. I, I think we ought to, put to get, start putting together lists, too. We ought to start putting together uh, blacklists ourselves of these communists. Blacklisting got a bad name under the McCarthy era, but I think we need to identify and call out these communists that are trying to subvert our government and steal an election. If they want to put me on a list, I'm all for it. Make sure I'm represented on that list as a Trump supporter and somebody that doesn't want to see this election stolen in our economy and our government taken down the, uh, the road to Marxism. One of the first people I would put on my list are these members of the Lincoln project these former rhinos that were never Trumpers and found themselves out in the cold. And so they, they just showed themselves to be purely unprincipled mercenaries and became uh, just rabid, unhinged Democrat attack dogs. Gladly, though, they were almost completely uh, unsuccessful. They went 0 for 7 in key Senate races where they had focused their millions of dollars in ads but the uh, sad part is they took millions of those dollars and put them right in their pockets well that takes us to the end of this edition of right now with jim Dawes. thank you for joining us i hope you'll be back here again monday after the million mega march right here on the mojo 50 radio network this episode is sponsored by schwans.com what are you having for dinner tonight hmm good question Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, Keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. 
Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home.